We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. There is no way to spin this. CNN reads the country's mood right now and finds that America is deeply unhappy with Joe Biden. Oh, no. Um, CNN has found that America is deeply unhappy with Joe Biden. That uh, that could spell trouble for uh, Joe Biden. And, and of course, uh, I think a lot of them are buying uh, rubber sheets, right? Because becoming bedwetters. Bedwetters again. Oh, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Tomorrow is Saturday. Tomorrow is Saturday and then, then Sunday. Then we have September 11th the anniversary of the dastardly, tragic, radical Islamic jihadi savage mass murderous attacks of September 11th, 2001. And uh, Joe Biden will be in Alaska at an Air Force base getting uh, something out of the vending machine, I think. But that's Joe. I, on the other hand, uh, tomorrow um, will be in Winchester, Virginia, And I'd like to, uh, if you have the ability to do so, encourage you to join me tomorrow afternoon in Winchester, Virginia, an event with the Winchester, Virginia Republican Committee um, set up uh, by by friends of mine. And uh, it's a fundraiser for the Winchester Republican Committee. And I'd uh, like to to see you there. It's uh, it's fun play going to be at a winery, at a beautiful winery in uh, Virginia. And, uh, and it's going to be wonderful, and lots of great people are going to be there, uh, including maybe you, you know, if you can get there. That'd be great, wouldn't it? All you have to do is go to the winchestergop.org, winchestergop.org to their website. And uh, right on the front page there, there's a, a Chris Plant event. You have to buy tickets, and the event is at the James Charles Winery and Vineyard in Winchester, Virginia. 4 p.m. is our gathering time. It's going to be in the broad light of day, and and, uh, it'll be wonderful. Uh, Great stuff. You can call them also at 540-533-8526, 540-533-8526. But easy to find online, um, you know, because they're at winchestergop.org. And right on the front page, you click on it. There's uh, Chris Plant and the James Charles Winery and Vineyard. Tomorrow, Saturday, 4 p.m., tickets are still available. So uh, I'll look forward to seeing you there. And a fundraiser for the Winchester Republican Committee as well. To uh, You know, they're working to help get sane people. Remember sane people? I miss sane people. We need more sane people, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, grab a ticket, and I'll see you there. You know, if you're around. You fly in from Chicago or something makes it more difficult, doesn't it? Um, the, the people at the Washington Post made us laugh today, my best girl and I, sitting on the couch uh, at home, having a nice time, you know, eating some snacks, getting going. 
And the Washington Post has on their front page two anti-Trump stories. Trump escalates false claims about Biden. They don't know what those words mean. On the trail, he plays up unfounded allegations about business dealings. The Washington Post doesn't report on it, so they're unaware of it. They get their news from CNN, and uh, therefore it's a circle fest of stupid. They have no idea what's going on. Isaac Arnsdorf writes for the Democrat Party on the front page of the Washington Post, quote, Manchurian candidate, stone-cold thief, dumb son of a beep. Former President Donald Trump is, by his own admission, attacking President Biden in increasingly vicious terms. I don't think by his own admission is true, do you? You think that's true? The attacks on Biden center on allegations that are exaggerated or unfounded. Uh, sounds like all the attacks on President Trump, like Russian collusion and and all kinds of crazy, unfounded, untrue allegations that the Washington Post has been hurling for years as a wing of the Democrat Party, frequently drawing on right-wing media reports who are reporting the truth about Hunter Biden and the $20 million and the more than 20 LLCs and the millions of dollars out of Ukraine and Romania and Russia and China and Joe Biden being the big guy and Hunter Biden and the laptop uh, explaining to his daughter that he has to turn 50% of his income over to his father and and uh, never mind, never mind that. The Washington Post and Isaac Arnsdorf, they're unaware of these facts because they don't listen to my radio show and they get their news from each other. That's the trick with them. So uh, the... Frequently drawing on right-wing media reports about foreign business dealings with Biden's son, Hunter Biden, the president has denied any involvement in his son's affairs. They actually write that with a straight face. They have no idea what's going on out there. They really don't. And no evidence has emerged proving otherwise. They actually wrote that. There is no evidence. Now, they're going to fall back on the word proving because it hasn't been hashed out in a court of law just yet, although it should have been already, just by the way. But uh, that's your that's your Democrat Party in the Washington Post. Trump's escalation comes amid his commanding polling position. They sound awed by him, don't they, in a, in a sexual sort of way. Escalating comes amid his commanding polling position in the Republican primary, setting up what many allies will hope be hope will be a rematch with Biden in next year's election as well as the former president's mounting criminal jeopardy. They keep mounting things, don't they? With multiple trials scheduled to occur during the height of the campaign, which is uh, no coincidence, just by the way. And then they go on to say, Trump's attacks coincide with a GOP impeachment push. That's the headline on the jump on page 7, where the Washington Post writes, And in August, Yahoo! YouGov poll, 86% of Republicans said Hunter Biden got preferential treatment compared with 22% of Democrats. Well, 22% of Democrats think that Hunter Biden has gotten preferential treatment because they get their news from CNN and the Washington Post, so they have no clue what's going on. 86% of Republicans say that Hunter Biden has got preferential treatment, but only 22% of Democrats. See how that goes? 84% of Republicans also said they believed Hunter Biden 
quote, funneled millions of dollars to his father in a long-running scheme to help Joe Biden profit profit off of his position, right? That's uh, that's and that's true. Uh, I, there is all there is abundant evidence, and eighty-four percent of Republicans say that Hunter Biden, um, you know, funneled money, millions of dollars, to his father in a long-running scheme to help Joe Biden profit off of his position. A claim that is not supported by available evidence. No, actually, it is supported by available evidence. A great deal of available evidence. If the Washington Post followed the news, they would know that, but they don't. So they at least pretend to not know that. That only 10% of Democrats accepted. Now, that's a great one. 84% of Republicans and only 10% of Democrats because they don't follow the news. Well, they get their news from people that don't give them the news. That's the problem that they have. The question is, do you believe that Hunter Biden funneled millions of dollars to his father in a long-running scheme to help Joe Biden profit off of his position, and only 10% of Democrats accepted that, whereas 84% of Republicans accept that. And the Washington Post continues to claim that there's no evidence, which is a flagrant, fatuous lie, or a demonstration of ignorance that is almost impossible to accept. But that's your Democrat Party. They're quite amazing. Also, a story in the New York Post today and not in the Washington Post, but uh, the great Miranda Devine, who should get the Nobel Peace Prize for her news reporting uh, because the Democrats, you know, they don't, they don't follow the news. They don't report the news. They don't want the truth. They don't know the truth. It's much easier to not know the truth if you don't want to hear the truth, isn't it? And uh, the Democrat Party, you know, they're, they've got gender dysphoria and all kinds of issues, don't they? But Miranda Devine's piece today, Hunter Biden claims he was, quote, embarrassed, end quote, by laptop in deposition, but still denies it or the contents are his. Now, isn't that amazing? He's still denying. And here he is testifying under oath. Hunter Biden testified recently that he was embarrassed by, quote, offensive, end quote, content published from his laptop after he dropped it off for repair at the Mac shop in Wilmington, Delaware, April 12th of 2019, but still denies that the laptop or its contents are his. Well, but how can you be embarrassed by the contents if they're not yours because it's all a big fake? Is that the... Is that what he's claiming here? The first son provided confusing and often contradictory testimony under oath on June 29th during a six-hour deposition, and there have been no leaks. Isn't that great? It's great to be a Democrat. No leaks at all. Boy, that's that's just great. At a stolen, hacked, Russian, stolen. That's four lies from the lion, Sacagawea, the crackhead, stripper, knocker-upper, Russian, hooker, Dayton, Chinese, money, shakedown artist, uh, son of the President of the United States. And, and the Washington Post, they don't follow the news. They have no idea what has been revealed. Uh, and they lie all the time. Oh, there is no evidence to support that. The Washington Post is still claiming. The first son provided confusing, often cont- contradictory testimony under oath, thank you, June 29th, during a six-hour deposition 
related to a defamation action brought by John Paul Mac Isaac. He uh, is the owner of the now defunct computer repair shop where Hunter Biden left his laptop and signed all the paperwork. And it wasn't stolen and it wasn't hacked and it wasn't Russian disinformation. Uh, and it wasn't what our intelligence community lied to us about. And it wasn't fake as the FBI lied to the people at Twitter and lied to the people at Facebook about. The FBI lied and lied and lied. The intelligence community, uh, led by former CIA directors Mike Morrell and John Brennan, they lied and they lied and they used deceptive, slippery, Weasley language. Oh, all the earmarks. No, we didn't say it was. We just said it had all the earmarks of Russian intelligence. And then the headlines were, 51 intelligence officials say the laptop is Russian disinformation. And, the, and they let the lie stand because they're liars and frauds and criminals who conducted a, a well, they engaged in a seditious conspiracy uh, against President Trump's campaign and against the American people. Our own intelligence community did. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. So uh, John Paul Mac Isaac uh, lawsuit, now owner of the, was the owner of the now defunct uh, repair shop, accused Hunter Biden of falsely insisting the laptop was not his or was stolen or that the information was hacked or that it was Russian disinformation. I also, there's a, another crazy uh, element in this story that I had not seen reported anywhere before, and that is that some of this stuff uh, from his laptop, which clearly his laptop, was found or posted on Pornhub, the pornographic online website, which I think is the most popular website on the planet Earth or something like that, that there were sexually explicit photos voluntarily shared by Hunter Biden with others through the website Pornhub. Now, that's kind of remarkable. And still he's denying that the laptop is his. He put the photos from his laptop on Pornhub, their IP addresses and all that, but he's still lying about it because, you know, when you're Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or a Democrat, you can just keep lying even after it's been proved again and again. Joe Biden does it all the time. He gets a bottomless Pinocchio for making up stories, four Pinocchios for making up stories, uh, another three or four Pinocchios for making up other stories, and he continues to tell the stories. Because when you're a Democrat, it all washes off in the shower with your daughter, who's much too old to be in the shower with you, as though there's an appropriate age for your daughter to be in the shower with you. You know, Joe Biden's plan to inflict the digital dollar on us is already underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences for, for your family and your retirement, because what they're telling us about this is just not true. Time is of the essence. So getting smart now is a really great idea. To help protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar, you can diversify with IRAs in gold and silver. Precious metals, my friends. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888, the number 4, the word gold, the number 20. That's 888-446-5320. Get all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's harebrained digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. Call them today. 
Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, Hunter Biden. So he's lying under oath, and uh, all that's fine. Another lawsuit because he slandered the poor guy that they bankrupted. He's got the paperwork, John Paul MacIsaac, from Hunter Biden. And he just keeps lying, and he lies under oath. And still that's not a problem, and only the New York Post reports it. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, I've got more Democrat news coming up for you. Because, you know, they're very generous. They give and they give... Democratic Party uh, chairwoman, she's a chairwoman, not a chairman, she's a chairwoman, Um, in Minnesota, she was a uh, Minneapolis big defund the police lefty with this radical left-wing party. Well, I'm sorry to have to report that she was with her kids when a gang, it was at four or five Democrats, I'll share the story with you, um, attacked her with guns and beat the hell out of her and broke her leg and smashed her head and carjacked her and stole her car. And uh, she now has a new lease on life and a new view of the police because, you know, the uh, great old saying that a liberal is just a conservative that hasn't been mugged yet? Well, I've got the story of this Democrat who has now been mugged and carjacked and beaten and broken bone, and and, uh, now her eyes are open in ways that they were not before. And another Democrat, she's a defund the police leader in Minnesota. Um, And, you know, it worked. They did defund and decrease the number of police there. And in Chicago, there's a Democrat who's a big anti-school choice person, anti-magnet school, uh, sends her son to a Catholic school. That's coming up, too. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, uh, Democrats, as I like to say, were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. I say that because it's so incredibly true, and they prove it again and again and again, over and over and over. I think many of them have uh, substandard brains, do not work as designed. There is a uh, left-wing Democrat 
extremist, Stacey Davis Gates. She is the Chicago Teachers Union president, as you might imagine, in Chicago, Illinois. And she, um, it turns out she's been, been a big opponent of private schools, of school vouchers, of school choice. She's against all that for you. And it was just discovered that it turns out she's sending her son to a private Catholic school. The Chicago Sun-Times has the, uh, the story today. And um, she, uh, they just couldn't be bigger hypocrites if they set out to be bigger hypocrites. Chicago Sun-Times, CTU, Chicago Teachers Union chief, defends sending her son to private school. Davis Gates says decision is result of, quote, unfair choices, end quote, for South Side families. Well, I'm, I'm you're the president of the teachers union, aren't you? That's maybe you've got some say in this discussion. But the Chicago's teacher union president enrolled child in private school. Sources confirm from NBC5 in Chicago, Illinois, the, the TV station there. And uh, just amazing. She goes on and on about race. She's a woman of color, an African-American woman, being oppressed, I think, as the president of the teachers union. Chicago Teachers Union President Stacey Davis Gates, who has been vocal in the past about her opposition to private schools, enrolled her teenager at a Catholic school, NBC Chicago confirmed, after days of questions directly to Davis Gates and the Chicago Teachers Union that were left unanswered, NBC Chicago confirmed via Davis Gates' own social media posts and multiple sources, that her child was enrolled this year at a Chicago Catholic high school. NBC Chicago is not naming the school uh, or the name of Gates' child. Gates has not responded to requests for comments on the topic. Why would she? But uh, she had and has discussed her position on private schools in the past, she said. I'm a mother she said in 2022, my children go to Chicago public schools. There are things that legitimize my space within the coalition, whatever the hell that means, because it doesn't mean anything. Last year, Chicago Magazine article Davis said, I can't advocate on behalf of public education without it taking root in my own household. And uh, then, hey, where does your kid go to school? Uh, I think I'll go get a coffee. And uh, she skates off. And she put together a long statement, and I mean a long, never-ending statement, that just went on and on and on. And what she talked about was race. Race, race, race. Chicago Teachers Union president issues statement after sources say she enrolled teen in private school. And she goes on and on about uh, black and, and white, and, and it's all about race. Uh, and, you know, honestly, I know you're the party of the Confederacy and Jefferson Davis and the Klan and Jim Crow, but is there a point at which, you know, how many centuries is it going to take before you guys get by uh, all of this stuff, honestly? Mm-mm-mm. Let's be clear, she wrote. This crosses a line. We have a deep culture of, deba- of debate and democracy within our union but targeting children, exposing them to harm by mentioning that she sends her son to a private 
Catholic school, or collaborating with extreme racist or anti-worker forces is not debate and cannot be excused. I'm sorry, everybody's a racist because they point out that you as a black woman sent your son who is black to a Catholic school in Chicago, and that means you're an extremist, racist, and anti-worker? Honestly, are you Chairman Mao? Anti-worker? Did you get that from Das Kapital? Good Lord. So she's claiming racism all over the place, of course, because that's what Democrats do, because they're the biggest racists in the discussion. Also, you, uh, you may remember that just last year, June of 2022, Biden, Pelosi, and other top Democrats sent kids to private schools but oppose school choice. That's perfectly normal uh, because they're Democrats. To them, apparently, only rich people should have school choice. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And, you know, that's your Democrat Party for you right there in a nutshell. And now let's go to Minnesota. Because in Minnesota, there's a Democrat who's a hypocrite, too. And uh, she is an anti-police radical left-wing uh, with uh, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, the DFL, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. And they're commies. They're, they're total commies. And this uh, commie who is a, an Indian-American, Sri Lankan-American, whose name is uh, Shivanti Satarnandan, and she is the uh, second vice chairwoman, which is a communist title, the second vice chairwoman of the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party, the DFL, said in a Facebook post that she was violently attacked and carjacked on Tuesday in front of her two children. And it's a terrible story. Four men, who are all Democrats, allegedly broke her leg and beat her with their fists and their guns in front of her two children at her Minneapolis home before stealing her car and fleeing the scene. Now, Asetar Nandan who said previously she backed efforts to reduce the police force, urged fellow Minneapolis residents to take back their city and prosecute uh, violent criminals uh, in her post now following the incident where she was beaten with pistols and fists by four Democrat men who carjacked her and did it right in front of her kids. And now suddenly she's all for the police and law and order. We need to get illegal guns off our streets. That ought to do it. Catch these young people who are running wild, creating chaos across the city. And in all caps now, hold them in custody and prosecute them. In all caps. This is the radical left-wing party apparatchik in Minnesota. But the thing is with uh, this woman, she was one of the leaders of defund the police, dismantle the police, get rid of the police because, you know, she's lefty and so they're anti-police. She tweeted out in 2020, we're going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Say it with me. This is her on Twitter, right? And she's an elected official, second vice chair. MPD, Minneapolis Police Department, has systematically failed the black community. They have failed all of us in caps, all of us in uh, caps. It's time to build a new infrastructure that works for all communities. And she demanded the dismantling and the defunding of the Minneapolis Police Department. And now, now, she wants a manhunt to be launched. You know, the Associated Press says you shouldn't use the word manhunt 
because it's sexist. I think when it's a woman, you can call it a woman hunt. But maybe that sounds different. Anti-cop Minnesota Democratic Party official left bloodied in violent carjacking now calls for tougher crime laws, the New York Post is reporting. And it's the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, which isn't really the Democratic Party. It's a radical left-wing party. And, uh, you know, Miss Satha Nandan, um, the second vice chairwoman. And this is being reported in Indian papers to the Tribune of India, and they're mocking her, uh, the Tribune of India, they're mocking her as well. Indian Sri Lankan descendant Democrat Party official who called for police dismantling left bloodied in carjacking attack. Now, the the thing is about about these people and their, um, you know, their anti-police stuff, with her tweets from 2020 to dismantle the police department, and then yesterday on X, she's doing four very young men, all carrying guns, beat me violently down to the ground in front of our kids. Look at my face. Her face is bloodied. There's blood running down her face all over the place. Remember me, in all caps, when you're thinking about supporting letting juveniles and young people out of custody to roam our streets instead of all camps, all caps now, holding them accountable for their actions. Well, let's hold you accountable for your actions because in 2018, the Minneapolis Police Department had 892 police officers. But that number has declined by 34%, more than one-third, thanks in large part to her, There are now 585 police officers, where there used to be 892 police officers, and it's in large part because of her. Now, I feel for her. She, according to her, has a broken leg because four Democrat men beat her mercilessly, broke her leg, bashed her head in, bloodied her face in front of her two kids, stole her car, guns. The problem is not our guns, it's your son's. It's your sons. By the way, they now in New York City, they have, they say they have 30,000 illegal alien children. Day before yesterday, it was 19,500. They're trying to shake down the federal government for more money. Now they're saying they have as many as 30,000 illegal alien children just entering their school system this week because the school year in New York starts on Thursday. On Thursday, and you may remember the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, um, saying some crazy things, and he continues to say crazy things about how he needs billions of dollars from people in the Midwest because they're a sanctuary city. And uh, what a schmuck this guy is, uh, Eric Adams. I had such high hopes for him initially, but he is a bad idea mayor. Let me just say that. Well, um, you're destroying New York City. You Democrats are destroying New York City, the violent crime, the you can't take the subway, you have your head beaten in on the sidewalks of New York and and all this stuff. You want to get to you want to get to chunk. You want to get to chunk? I apologize. All right, soundbite number 16. Let's go to We still have too much stuff. We always have too much stuff. Our responsibility uh, as a city, uh, you know, I'm proud that this is a right to shelter state and we're going to continue to do that. Last year, he had a responsibility to, uh, because it was the illegal aliens, the undocumented, that were running the city and making the city work and, and all of that. And uh, now 
he can't stand it because they're being overrun. New York is a city that has always represented the democratic values and the values of our city, of showing our compassion. That's what we're doing today. And it's about values, you know, until it comes to having 20 or 30,000 non-English speaking illegal aliens from China and Ukraine and Uzbekistan that spilled across our southern border that's open because of Joe Biden and the Democrats and you send a few to New York and suddenly it's a real issue. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Um, Crazy man, crazy. Yes, sir. Eric Adams. And Chunk Todd, you know Chunk. Chunk is, uh, this Sunday is his last week hosting Meet the Press. Long overdue. He's been terrible. Everybody knows it. He was awful. He was a fraud from the start. He suffers from imposter syndrome. And uh, Chunk, Chunk Todd, he's, uh, you know, he's a journalist, a big-time journalist. They pay him millions of dollars, too. And uh, soundbite number eight with, uh, with Chunk. And he's talking to Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. And they're all concerned about Joe Biden not showing up for the election next year. So they're trying to quietly and politely sweep him under the rug. And how do they deal with the woman of color, Kamala Harris, being next in line? they got to kick her to the curb, too. Why here, shouldn't, here comes Gavin Newsom. Why shouldn't we consider you a likely well, I think the vice president is naturally the one lined up, and the filing deadlines are quickly coming to pass. And I think we need to move past this notion that he's not going to run. President Biden is going to run, uh, and looking forward to getting him reelected. No, he's not. Uh, I think there's been so much wallowing uh, in the last few months and hand-wringing in this respect. Uh, but we're gearing up for the campaign. We're looking forward to it. And Ketterwallen, too. There's been all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and he's lying because he wants to run, and he needs to uh, kick uh, Kamala to the curb, and he knows Joe Biden's not going to be the nominee. I, I under, you know, but Chunk. you hear these calls privately. What do you tell these donors who are wallowing? In uh, time to move on. Let's go. Wallowing. The donors are wallowing. They're throwing money at Gavin Newsom because they want him to step up because he's a TV commercial for Brick. How about it, Chuck? Uh, do we take him at his word? I do take him at his word, but I also, you see him, he is gearing up to run for president. It's probably in 2020. Well, that makes no sense. But one thing he wanted to make clear is that, look, he did believe that the vice president was next in line. And, uh, and at the end of the day, but he said it in such a way that it didn't feel Sherman-esque. Put it that way, Savannah. Didn't feel Sherman-esque? Is that, is that what he said? Like the Civil War, General Sherman? Is that what he's talking about? And uh, I take him at his word, but he's running for president, which means that you're a schizophrenic or something because he said he's not running for maybe 2028. Yeah, sure. It's 2023 and he's running for president in 2028. That's what's going on here. You guys, if we had a news media, I wonder what they would do. Just amazing stuff. Hey, also, remember, still time to get tickets for the Winchester Republican Committee event tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock that I will be attending. I hope to see you there. All you have to do is go to the winchestergop.org website, grab your tickets there, and I'll see you in Winchester, Virginia, tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock at a beautiful winery. 
America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Now, what Chunk Todd was talking about as he was fluffing the California governor, who wasn't saying that he's not running. Oh, was was it Sherman-esque? Yeah, sure. Well, General William Tecumseh Sherman of the U.S. Army, the Union Army in the Civil War, famously said, I will not accept if nominated and will not serve if elected. Not by a long shot what Gavin Newsom was saying there. But he said it in such a way that it didn't feel Shermanesque. It didn't feel Shermanesque. What a bunch of weasels these people are. I'm telling you. Can I just tell you what a bunch of weasels? Uh, the Fulton County, Georgia, Atlanta, you know, with the crooked DA down there. The, uh, the story in Just the News, my friend John Solomon's news site, Fulton County's special grand jury recommends charging at least 30 people. They've charged 19 the Atlanta 19, as they're known, including Senators Lindsey Graham, right, and David Perdue, who is now a former senator, the special grand jury, a lynch mob, a Democrat Party lynch mob. Turns out that they had recommended charging as many as 30 people, including South Carolina, Republican Governor Lindsey Graham, former Georgia Senator Kelly Loeffler, Attorney Lynn Wood, former Georgia Senator David Perdue, they haven't been charged yet, but the grand jury, you know, this is the old, uh, you get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich thing, the uh, oft and overused phrase. Uh, remarkable stuff, I've got to say. I've got to tell you. Also in Huntington, Huntington Beach, California, the city council has voted to ban mask mandates and vaccine mandates because they're trying to get ahead of the Democrats, who we know are coming back with more mandates. They love mandates, don't they? And the Huntington Beach City Council narrowly voted to ban universal mask and COVID-19 vaccine mandates in the city of four to three vote because they have some Democrats too. Just just extraordinary, extraordinary stuff, I'm telling you. I I believe I've run out the clock on myself uh, once again. I keep doing this, and I still have a great deal of news to get to. Because, you know, they just keep on giving. They give and they give and they give. But I do hope to see it tomorrow night. The Winchester Republican Party fundraiser at a beautiful winery there. Go to winchestergop.org and get your tickets there. You got to buy tickets. But I look forward to to seeing you there tomorrow, Saturday, 4 p.m., Winchester, Virginia, winchestergop.org. Have a great weekend.
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.